1: Puts me in a good mood. I've heard it 10,000 times in my life. Being a Long Islander, we just hear more Billy Joel probably than everybody else, I think. We have to. I think they kick you off Long Island if you don't hear Billy Joel at least five times a day. Um, and I don't. it doesn't bother me. I love Billy Joel, and I love that song, You May Be Right. It's rock and roll to me. I know there's probably more rock and roll songs out there, but this is early Billy Joel. Still out there doing it. I mean, you know, plays like 10 stadiums a year. That's the way to do it. I'll go out and do 10 stadiums in the summer. Dodger Stadium, Fenway Park, City Field, and a few others, and that's the end of that. Then I'll play Madison Square Garden once a month, and that's it. 75 years old. What are we doing? And he does the hits. Yeah, he hasn't produced any new music in forever. And he's, I do the hits. Mm-hmm. I go home.
0: Why are you? You're not here for Chinese right. democracy, exactly.
1: or... No, he, he, this guy's not going to give you. This is one from the new album. I, yeah. I'm giving you the songs you're here to hear, mm-hmm. and we go home.
0: Yeah. And here and, is a song I wrote with some 26 year old no, kid in a room no, six months ago. None of yeah.
1: that. None of that. And uh, Billy Joel. You may be right. I may be crazy, but it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. And that goes out to all the, all the, that goes out to all the haters, all the it. haters out there who, you know, hate me. I post things and we're not going we're not going to be bitching today. Today is all about joy and fun and positive energy because that is what we bring you here at Cover to Cover on a Thursday episode. This is a real episode. This is not Patreon. This is for the cheap fucks out there who just listen for free and we're going to give you quality material. I believe I don't know why I feel it's weird that I know so much about the love life, for lack of a better term, of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> it's like I, I'm a you know I'm into celebrity stuff and I like to talk about pop culture and celebrities and probably more than I should at my age. None of this stuff really matters in the end, but it's fun to discuss. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every couple of years we get we get a, a peek into the world of Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. A couple of years ago, we just discussed it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. She the had entanglement. a... Entanglement. Uh, she had Entanglement. With uh, August. With August, who was a rapper guy. Mm-hmm. That was talked about on their Red Table Talk. That is a show. Red That's Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. Alex is a show that Jada Pinkett Smith has on Facebook Live or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not on NBC, but it's a hit. People seem to... I remember when Olivia Jade got in her problems with USC. Mm -hmm. They they immediately ran over to Red Table Talk, Mm -hmm. and she got some sass. Olivia Jade got some sass, yeah, because it's like three generations of Pinkett Smiths. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's Willow Smith sitting there. She's at the red table.
0: Yeah,
1: Jade, of Pinkett Smith is at the red table, and then Grandma Pinkett Smith, who looks like she's twenty seven. Yeah, she's at at the and and uh, you know (laughs) grandma pink i guess that's (laughs) That's what she is it's not like she's sitting there you know uh, uh, doing sweaters Mm -hmm. knitting sweaters she's like a young looking woman
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but anyway she and then they all throw a lot of sass around like and especially to olivia J like excuse me girlfriend you don't know nothing about struggle Mm -hmm. and perhaps that's true yeah so uh that's like the last uh, one that I watched, The Red Table Talk. Yeah,
0: but neither does Willow. You know, like, maybe talk sure. to your granddaughter about Okay, but yeah,
1: they didn't, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's true, true, too. But anyway, so now the latest is Will Smith mm-hmm. has come out in a GQ article, mm-hmm. and he explains a lot about their sexual life mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And I don't really understand why. I don't think any of us need to know that who listen ask. i like will smith yeah. i've liked his movies mm-hmm. he's a 53 year old man who seems like an okay guy i've laughed at some of the things he's done mm-hmm. he's funny on social media he does funny stuff on he's always been funny on letterman's and mm-hmm. lenos and, and and talk shows like that his movies have been good i've enjoyed them mm-hmm. do i think about him much after you know his movies end or mm-hmm. whatever no probably not Jada Pinkett Smith also seems nice and okay. And yeah, are they Scientologists people? I don't know. Nor do I care. Yeah, I don't, I'm weird about Scientology because I don't, it's a, it's a, you know, everybody always gets so hyped up about Scientology and it's such a strange religion. And these people are so weird and everybody's weird. And Leah Remini's got a show that she's going to out Scientologists, which she was one for many years. And, and I watch all the Scientology stuff up. It's a little fascinating for me to watch the documentaries yeah. and stuff going clear on HBO. But then it's the celebrities. We all know the ones that are in it. I mm-hmm. guess it's Tom Cruise, it's John yeah. Travolta. They say these two are in it. You know, a few other ones here and there. It's not as big as Tom Cruise and, and John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, a few mm. others. But I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, sure. I don't know what I always hear and that this is I always feel like I'm 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 sticking up for Scientology which I'm not. I don't know anything about it. I've been of course like everybody who lives in Hollywood mm-hmm. of course I've been asked to be a part of it but they they come really? at you, oh, many years ago, a lot. I, think, I don't, Like, b-
0: were you successful yet, or was it like... No,
1: no, no, not even close. I feel close. like what
0: the, their whole thing, it's almost like the uh, development deal. Like, they're like, we're going to fund you, we're going to put you out at, there. At,
1: at, kind of. Yeah. It, the recruiting, I don't know, I'm just not in that world anymore, mm-hmm. like Hollywood, where they are over there, on mm-hmm. Fountain, and, and whatever... I feel like the recruiting used to be much heavier back mm-hmm. in the old days. They would recruit any way they any way they could, and they come at it from a weird way. Like mm. you should come by this restaurant. Apparently, there's a restaurant on the property mm-hmm. there, and like you should swing by this restaurant. We do a movie night, and it's you know, and we do free wine and two- And then I'm always like, what? Uh, see, but this no. is what I always say: it's a scam. Growing up in you know, under the guise that everything is a scam, mm-hmm. which my father taught us well, everything's a scam, everything. Everything is a scam. And it, it went back to years ago when my mother ordered some towels uh, from TV. Mm-hmm. Back when you couldn't, you couldn't research anybody. Yeah, They were offering towels on TV. Mm-hmm. Get four towels for a dollar. My mother's like, what a deal. That sounds we, too good to be true. Too good to be true, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. My mother said, we could use some towels. Let's get four towels for a dollar. And of course, you know, nine weeks later—that's how things used to take that long to come to your house. Six to eight weeks shipping used to say on everything. And uh, here the towels show up at the house. Mm-hmm. My mother was trying to prove to my father that not everything is a scam. I'm going to show you there was a towel deal out there mm-hmm. for a dollar that is up on the up and up, legitimate. And here come these towels show up to the doorstep, and they're just little tiny dish towels, and. Yeah. My, what these are not bath towels that we can dry the children with. These are dish towels mm-hmm. for a doll, even four dish towels for a buck. Still a pretty good deal. Yeah, you know? but they were not quality dish but you towels. Know,
0: but is it worth all the mail you're going to no, get? No, <laughs> we
1: were burnt. We listen. We were burned. My father turned out. My father was right. Mm-hmm. There's been several people in the family who've tried to prove to my father that not everything is a scam, mm-hmm. and they've all gotten burned. Yeah. So my father sits atop his. Uh, his you know his pedestal saying ivory Costco. His ivory Costco, <laughs> his ivory Costco <laughs> pedestal that he says. See, it is a scam. Yeah. The one thing that's not a scam is Costco. Yeah, and I know. he'll and I'll tell you that yeah. it's this legitimate business. Mm-hmm. And if you pay your money to be a member, you get the perks of Costco. There's no scam going on here. So anyway, uh how did I get on the road of scams? Oh, Scientology. Scientology. Yes, yeah, Scientology. So I because of that anytime they tried to recruit me I was always like I don't know what like why do you need to recruit if I want to be a part of it I Mm -hmm. will be a part of it I don't need a heavy recruitment on and the one thing I always say about Scientology once again is whether you are or you aren't I know there's probably bad things I've heard horror stories but you got into the fucking thing like Mm -hmm. I remember the guy who wrote that movie Crash I forget his name he won the Oscar for it uh he wrote this, he was a Scientologist for many years and wrote a scathing uh, letter when he got out of it. And he, I think he was a part of that, that documentary going clear, going on, clear. on HBO. And, uh, and he, what is his name? Look him up. See if you can find out his name. But anyway, he, he, uh, Paul Haggis. And then of course I heard his story and he, I think on going clear, he actually tells a story about how he started. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, well, you got into the fucking... Like, it seemed... Like, I've, I've been I've been offered to be in Scientology a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Just... And the other thing is, is weird is, like, for those of you... I mean, I'm sure it's happened to you guys as well in the cities you live in. I know they have... But Hollywood seems to be that real hub over here. Mm-hmm. At least it used to be. Yeah. And, uh, like, literally, you'd be walking out Hollywood Boulevard at 3 o'clock in the morning coming from a club or something, and some guy you know, dressed like a sea captain would come Mm -hmm. up to you and go, hey, interested in taking a personality test? What, now? 3 a.m.? Yeah. Uh Yeah. I'm like, right there. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. this is, something's off about this. Whatever you're doing, you know, that's not how legitimate companies do business. You know, like Target's not walking up down the street. Do you want something Mm -hmm. at 3 o'clock in the morning from Target? No. No. If I need it, I'll get it during the proper Business hours of a target. That's why targets legitimate.
0: I feel like at three in the morning, you're either trying to rob me or have <laughs> sex with me.
1: Those are the a- two things. A- Alex, you couldn't, be, and that's yeah. exactly what the vibe I always got from the people yeah. recruiting. I'm like, and when does it become a weird, do I mm-hmm. take the personality test and then we suck each other's dicks? Like, yeah. when does it become when? that? Because I feel like that's eventually how it goes. Mm-hmm. But then, and you always hear these stories about the people who got into it, Paul Haggis being one of them. Mm -hmm. And then it's the same thing. It's like, I was walking down the street at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was at, you know, it was a low point in my life. I just broke up with my, my wife and I was drinking and I walked into this office building and I was in Scientology for 35 years. And now it's an awful place to be. I'm like, well, you got into it at three o'clock in the morning, walking down the street in San Francisco, like what? What made you think it was going to be legitimate? And obviously, it's legitimate for some people. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise seems to be doing fine. Yes. Is he a fucking weirdo? Sure. Mm-hmm. But who isn't?
0: Yeah. Anyway. But let's be honest, most of the people in Scientology, it's the only thing keeping them off the streets. If those people uh, of came to Hollywood and, get, and rolled the dice the way any normal person did, they'd be living in a tent right now. But you that, know? isn't
1: that all? Like, aren't all religions a little bit of a wackadoo sort of thing? I mean, if you really go back and look at some of the. Like what they're based on and all that. We're gonna to get to more about religion in a yeah. second. We have some uh, speaking of wackadoo religions. And mm. and and if you if I I come from kind of a religious family. My grandmother was a Catholic woman who went to mass every pretty much every single day. And a lot of people I went to. Grew up with, you know, Catholic and Jews or whatever. You know, mass and Mm -hmm. and all these, you know, they all went to this stuff. And I made my communion, my confirmation. I did all the sacrament of penance. You were confirmed? Confirmed, yeah, I was confirmed. You better believe it. Man. I did it all, Alex. I did what they told me to do at St. Joseph's Church Mm -hmm. and... And then I worked out. The priest told me to lift up boards mm-hmm. to pump up my uh, my biceps. I bet. And I did it. Yeah. I, I showed him my biceps. I lost every muscle contest, every single one. I know I've told the story a thousand Jeez. times, but it baffles me every time I tell it that we were Again, just,
0: trying to steal your money or have sex with uh, you. I mean, but the funny
1: thing was it never even got to that. Yeah. It never got to the point where he was- Because you weren't strong enough to lift the boards. But I know some other guys who were. Like uh-huh. there were other guys in the neighborhood, the Flanagan brothers, Kevin and Mike- uh-huh were very strong they had excellent calf muscles yeah. and they won every single time because it was a calf. he was big on calves this priest yeah Sh- pop your calves and oh, i yeah. still to this day do not have the strongest calves no uh so i never won any of i think he just put me in just because i was i was there you Yeah, know? he was like i, I if it were up to the priest he wouldn't even had me to mm. be in the muscle contest no. he's like this guy everything he doesn't have any muscles I don't like looking at him. You're like
0: the dumb kid at the spelling bee. You're like. <laughs> yeah,
1: <right. laughs> but it's every time I tell, I just tell a story now for my own. Yeah. It's like a therapy session. Yeah. The fact that it even happened is mm. fucking shocking. Can
0: you show me on the doll? Yeah. Where are you? And uh, I remember
1: like going home and like telling the family, like, what'd you do today? We went and worked out for the pre like, that sounds nice. Like nobody questioned nope. it. No. They're like, that's amazing. Did you? Uh, how was that? So you're getting your exercise? I guess we are. In yeah. a way, sure. We're getting our exercise. Mm. So Anyway. But anyway, back to Will Smith. The yeah. reason I bring this whole—I so didn't mean to go down a Scientology tangent—but what they're saying is, I guess they ran some school for little. They say the Scientologists—they claim they're not Scientologists. Will and and, and Jada, mm-hmm. people say they are. They say we're not. But then I guess I, the article I'm reading yesterday, they say they had some sort of Scientology school for kids that mm-hmm. ran for about six years, which seems odd, to, like. Listen, celebrities don't start two things. Don't start schools or churches. Yeah. If you want to do something if you have a, a little extra energy and time on your hands, get a QVC thing going. Get sell some face creams like yeah. Cindy Crawford or Suzanne Summers or maybe or, a uh, podcast. Or, or, well, they're all doing that yeah. too, you know. But they're like a face cream on QVC or uh sweaters on QVC. Remember that lady uh, used to sell funny um she quacker quacker barrel her name was she sold funny sweaters and she used to have like a always wear a headband she wound up dying but she was (laughs) a lot of energy she'd come on the qvc middle of the night and sell horrible clothes to you know women in the midwest quacker barrel some quacker shit do that take over for her go on sell sweaters big bows on the on them people will buy them but don't start up church like Mel Gibson did. He had a weird church going mm. for a little while. And that see how that ended? Or a school. It's never going to end well, a school. But the, apparently the Will Smiths, they had a, some sort of weird Scientology-based, according to this article I read. Was it Quacker Factory? Quacker Factory. <laughs> That's the it. lady. <laughs> yeah. So you got her. She was great. Quack. I used to sit up in the middle of the night and watch this Quacker Factory ladies yelling and screaming about her ugly clothes oh my god and, and this would be great to wear if you ever going from the pool to the party you could wear this right from the pool to the party to the grocery store it'd be a great place to wear it. Jeannie bice that's her name genie bice. bice god rest her soul what a good lady she was Jeannie bice she she outfitted a lot of ladies and mm-hmm. some horrible shit for many years i love on qbc you watch watching and they're like it's 49.95 or, you know, six easy payments of $10. There she is wearing her headband. Alex, you showed me a picture of Miss Jeannie mm-hmm. Bice.
0: And other quacker wisdom. She had a book. She Man. had a
1: book. She was she was killing it for a while. Yeah, she's been dead for 10 yeah. years. Yeah, she she, she she we lost to her mm-hmm. early on. She didn't seem like a bit of a health nut, so. No. That's why she wrapped herself up in uh, you know, with mm-hmm. ducks on them. Because she wasn't, uh, I don't think she was, uh, she couldn't have been in the muscle contest with no. the priest. Anyway, I mean, she might have beat you, but <laughs> she could have probably, definitely, probably was a better cast than I do. I, I, I just don't understand why I need to know this much about Will. So then Will Smith goes on to say, "This the school aside, whatever that was. I don't even. It, there was no bad thing said about the school. It was just that they had a school, yeah. and it, it was some sort of Scientology school. There's no allegation. No, there's no allegation or anything like that. Um, it just happened. I happened to read it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, basically, what he's saying is he, they have an open marriage." Yeah. Him and Willow Smith, I mean, uh, and Jada Pinkett Smith, and and and, the, and that's why she had her thing with mm-hmm. her entanglement with August. Yeah. And he was like, I'm cool with that because I we do my thing. Yeah. He said there was a time I wanted a harem of women. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to have all, I wanted Halle Berry to be in my harem and other women he mentioned. And I'm like, I think like, that's all well and good. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people who live that type of lifestyle mm-hmm. out there who are not... Will and Jada, Pinkett Smith, yeah. you know, people, regular folks who do, who have just swinger shit, regular or, harems or harems. Yeah, yeah. But you see it, you know, you hear yeah. stories. Oh yeah. And I'm always like, I don't need to know about not only just regular folks that I know mm-hmm. and tell me like, you know, my wife fucked a guy once and we fucked a guy. Okay. Yeah. I, that's all. I don't, I honestly don't need to know about anybody fucking anybody, mm-hmm. especially, so why does Will and Jada continue to talk about these things? Yeah. on in It goes back to what I always say. Now, Will Smith seemed like kind of a normal guy to me. He's like, oh, this seemed like a guy who made it from the streets of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know, became Fresh Prince and went on to huge success of yeah. movie Star.
0: Big Willie style? Yeah. You remember I mean, Big I mean, Willie yeah, style? Yeah, he, but he's been successful
1: in yeah. many different uh, fields. Yes. And I'm, I was always okay with it, but I'm like, is he... Is he is he a complete fucking psychopath? Because why am I? Why do you have to go in GQ and tell me your intimate details? I know, yeah. listen, it's fun to read and fun to talk about on a podcast, but I don't need to mm. know how you and and Jada Pinkett Smith lead your sexual lives. Like, mm. I don't need to know about her entanglement. I don't need to know about your harem or the one you wish you had or yeah. did have. I don't need to know if you're gay or straight or if she's a lesbian or not a lesbian. It doesn't, It's not my yeah. business. And I feel odd that they continue to bring it up. If they just said, are you and yeah, we've been married for 25 years and yeah. things are great. Well, it's also That's one of fine. those
0: things where it's like, you, you talk about it so publicly. Like, I don't know, kid, your kids are. That's the other
1: thing too. It's just like, And I know their kids are, I mean, they seem like good parents. Yeah. I mean, the kids seem to be. You know, uh, grown up, I mean, all, you know the grown-up i mean they are you know the, the a little one, weird but the one jaded jaden has done some strange things yeah. but he's been also grown up in hollywood it's and 20, he's 20 years old and a yeah. boy's gonna wear a dress that's it yeah and he's also you know this is a different world Alex. yeah i know it's a different world this is demi lovato we'll get to her in a mm-hmm. second this is demi lovato's world now this yeah. is jade pink jada jaden uh, smith's world yeah not your world anymore no. and you're younger than me much younger than me yeah it's not certainly not my world Mm-mm. it's not even your world no it is willow smith's world it is jada jade olivia jade's world olivia mm, jade's world it's tiktokers it's, 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 yes Amelia, it's the Demilio's world the d'amelios now alex thank you for bringing that up yeah. and not only are they uh uh they're a tv show now yeah i know full on i see the poster yeah. The D'Amelio family. How
0: on earth does a Republican uh, politician get a TV show in Hollywood? Is he is he, he, he a... was a Republican in, like, Connecticut. I'm oh, gonna, he was? I, I got to look that up now. I'm almost positive.
1: Uh, you could very well be. But I've seen it now that the D'Amelio family is some sort of TV show yeah. on TLC or something, and they go around. I don't know. Being a family, and I guess it's fun to watch them. Mm-hmm. Are we, aren't we? are we over that since the Osbournes? Like, I yeah, feel like the Osbournes yeah. were like the first who were like we're a weird family and we're gonna put our weird family shit. And then the Kardashians, of course, did it very successfully for mm-hmm. many years. And then some other people have tried. You know, Gene Simmons had mm-hmm. a thing for a little while. Yeah, and- he's
0: a Connecticut Republican. He didn't win, but he ran yeah. for Republican office in Connecticut. Now he's a Hollywood yeah. movie or television.
1: Got star. his got his his kids mm-hmm. were in the yeah. bedroom making videos. Mm-hmm. They got big. And they're like, you know, and this Guido, you know, from Connecticut yeah. goes, oh, let me get involved in this. How do I put, uh, how, how do your mother and I get involved in this situation? And yeah. I was like, oh, can you imagine <laughs> how fucking annoying yeah. the D'Amelio family TV show is? But it's, once again, it's not, not for me. Not our world, yeah. It's this sh- they didn't make. If it's they Mark were, If they were making shit for me, <laughs> yeah. it would be It would be pretty sad. Mm-hmm. It would be, I would be the Quacker Barrel woman yeah. or Quacker Factory woman. Yeah. And, uh, and Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And that would be like, what the fuck is this? It's Chris Van Joel loves the Quacker Factory lady. Yeah. And Billy Joel songs. And that's what this TV show's mm. about. Three right. people are watching You're
0: it. You're going to buy one tunic. Are you going to go <laughs> Quacker Factory? Or are you
1: going to go uh, For, a Vermont, Vermont country. country store? I just think the quality, the People Alex, have asked. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think the quality, I have to go from my Country. store. Yeah. I feel like they're a quality. Um, quality first kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I like the Orton Brothers. Yeah. And I feel like the Orton Brothers have my back. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloaked in my back cloaked in denim or whatever yeah. they, they're doing over there these I heard days
0: cabot goes to all the different sweatshops they use and he <laughs> says i want to feel the <laughs> fabrics <laughs> i bet he does
1: i have not heard uh i have not gotten my i've seen people post mm-hmm. their vermont country store fall catalog it has a little jack on the front yeah and a lot of people have been posting that they got it i did not get mine mm. i feel like they've I don't know if they've listened to the podcast or mm-hmm. somehow been influenced or heard me, which I don't <laughs> they say took bad you off things. The mailing list. I think they took me off the mailing yeah. list. I don't get anything from them mm-hmm. anymore because I used to get not only their real catalog, the fun one with all the you know yeah. the, the snacks in there and mm-hmm. the clothes and you know the towels and the peanuts. Mm-hmm. You know they, they made a deal with peanut, the yeah. peanut gang. They got some stuff with a peanut sheets, yeah, licensing yeah. agreement, peanut sheets, all those fun things. They used to just have a uh, catalog that just had a they curtains. Mm. just the curtain catalog. It's like cur- This is a special Vermont Country Store ugly fucking curtain catalog. You like ugly curtains? You like to make your house dark and dingy with mm-hmm. fiberglass curtains. You know, curtains used to be made with fiberglass. Really? In the, let me tell you how I know this. People are like, how do you know this? Um, because I was a child. Yes. I think five. Kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And you know growing up on in uh in a in a white trash part of Ronkonkoma Long Island mm-hmm. back in the 70s uh it was probably cold you know yeah. it's not cold anymore because of whatever reason you know whether you believe it or not i just yeah. i don't feel like it's cold as it used to be mm-hmm. now winters are 45 degrees they used to be 45 below yeah anyway you used to have to have thick... It's gay marriage, right? I think it is. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'd heard. It's gay marriage. I was and, talking to Mark DeMiley. Yes, Scientology. Yeah, Scientology. Scientology <laughs> and gay marriage. But anyway, um, so you used to have to have these fiberglass curtains that mm-hmm. kept out the giraffes yes. in the house. And we had a couple of big, ugly fiberglass curtains.
0: Like they were fiberglass on in the inside or on the outside too? Like- it was like a
1: fiberglass material mm. that was fiberglass in it. And whatever. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm bringing this up is because... One day, my mom, who was i would imagine my mother had four kids at twenty two years old, four boys with no help at twenty two years old. She's a wonderful woman. I love her. she's still going. Your father was out of the country. My father was out of the country at different times, yeah. but he was uh he was also working, yeah, every day. yeah, and he was you know he was the he was a father back in the days when the father did nothing. Sun it wasn't to supposed to. Do was it gone? If the, if the father actually did something with the children, he was a queer. You know what I mean? Like I saw I Gene Frenchol out on the front lawn playing with his children. Yeah, he's a bit of a queer. He was throwing
0: a baseball yeah. with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh. So you couldn't do anything with your children. I saw him changing a diaper. What a queer! So you, that's, that's that's queer, but lifting times. weights with lifting p- boards with the that <laughs> with the Alex, we were getting our exercise. Damn it. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Anyway, so one day my mom washes the curtains. She's going to wash the curtains in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. She's 22. She's fucking frazzled with four kids running around. There are Cheerios everywhere. She doesn't know what's going on. She throws the curtains in the washing machine. I didn't even know you're supposed to wash them in the washing machine. She throws my clothes, my brother's clothes, everybody's clothes in the washing machine with the five less curtains and the curtains mm-hmm. in the washing machine. Goes through the whole cycle. They send me to school the next day in the clothes that were washed with the curtains.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My mother gets a call from the school. Your son is having some sort of reaction here. He's, itchy. He's blo- he's itchy. He's blowing up like a balloon. He's having a rea- he's got a rash all over his legs and mm-hmm. his neck. And uh, well, can you come and get them from school? Like this could be uh, whatever yeah. it is. It could be spreading to the mm-hmm. other children. So my mother's come get me from school, and uh, it turns out that I was in fiberglass-ridden clothes. Oh, from the curtains that my mother had washed with our clothes. So all my brothers, they all, we all had to come back from from school. The only other time my brother, we, any of us, was sent home from school was when my my brother rode a, wore a shirt. From different strokes in the mall, mm-hmm. iron-ons. Alex, did you, have yeah. any, did you ever get any iron-on shirts?
0: No, uh, we were classy. We did the spray. <laughs> like the spray. oh airbrush, <laughs> airbrush, you yeah.
1: motherfucker. That's you're the talking, iron, you're yeah. talking serious cash, I'm talking
0: big money at the fantastic swap meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
1: that we would get an airbrush mm-hmm. at. Uh, I told you, one of my yeah. friends had an airbrush. Got some overalls airbrushed. Mm-hmm. Can't touch this on the ass of yeah. the overalls, Eddie Morin. Mm-hmm. I think he regrets that. I he should if he doesn't regret it. I, I I tried my best to sway him from getting yeah. it done, but he got it done. Mm. Can't touch this. I mean. On the ass of the overalls.
0: I think I'm going to go get a pair right now, maybe. Yeah.
1: So airbrushing, I, I never got into that. Mm-hmm. But we did go the pretty heavy on. one time. I think, I don't know, my mother must have run into some money. My father must have hit a horse race or something. Because mm-hmm. I remember going to different shows where all of us got an iron-on shirt, Alex. Ooh. It was back to school shopping. And that was not cheap. Mm-mm. You picked your color. You picked your iron on. What do you want? I want kiss love gun. Kiss love gun mm-hmm. album cover. That's what I'm gonna get on a yellow shirt. Yep. And then my was like, anything else? I said, I, I if I could, I'd get Chris written on the back in felt letters. If she I goes, could. You know, I don't I don't I know well, like we have we're talking what kind of money mm. we talking. She's yeah. like done. Chris, green letters, Chris on the back, yellow shirt, kiss, love gun, love gun album cover. Mm-hmm. On the front. Killed it. Yeah. Killed it. My brother, I don't know what else my brother got. My brother got some stupid shit. Other brother got some stupid shit. Then my one brother gets a guy. It says riding high. Ooh. And it's a guy, like a caricature of a Mexican guy on the back of a donkey smoking a doobie. Mm-hmm. My brother's 10. He doesn't know anything about weed. Nobody knows that. They were, but this place was kind of like a, weed didn't know. It was 1977. Yeah. Different Strokes was like a weed place. It it's like sold like Spencer's, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It sold iron-on sh- shirts. Bob and, Marley and, posters. And Bob Marley posters. Yeah. Black light posters. Yes, and Black fucking, li- you know, bongs. Yeah. We didn't, my mother bought me a. Water pipes, that's what you call them. My mother bought me a, a pot pipe necklace, too, Ooh. that same day. Like it was a pot. We didn't know what, it, my mother didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I just like, this looks like a fun necklace. Mm-hmm. Let's get that, too. My mother got a sh- an iron on shirt, said touch of class, had some roses in glitter. Ooh. Glittery roses, touch of class. You understand what
0: I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I that shirt sounds like a touch of class. <laughs> Nothing
1: is less classy yeah. than an iron on t shirt that mm. says touch of class. But anyway, my mother.
0: It's like the uh, there's never a hot woman wearing a hottie shirt, you know? It's like that.
1: <laughs> no, no. So t- are you saying my mother's not hot? You do, are you saying my mother's No, like your mother's your yeah. your mother's so, very anyway. very Yeah. So hot. anyway, she got we got a touch class. My brother got sent home from school for the Ride and High shirt. Was yeah. my point. I got sent home one time for having a uh, allergic reaction to fiberglass curtains. Mm-hmm. My brother my other brother got sent home for wearing a Ride and High smoking a weed shirt. Yeah. But do you remember like a different time that was mm-hmm. where Nobody that's how, even knew That's how that's n- how a nice of a, a world we grew up in where the teacher was like you can't wear a pot related clothing mm-hmm. at 10 years old in this elementary school. You need to go home.
0: It's almost like the teacher. You're like, how do you know what it is? Like, that's where. Well, you yeah,
1: I guess, you know. You're like, what but do you
0: mean? How do you know, lady?
1: Anyway, so I don't need to know to end this point. Yes. About Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's love life and the mm-hmm. fact that they keep. Talking about it yeah. is just strange to me, and it leads me to believe that Will Smith, I'm now going to put him in the category of people that I used to like who I believe are insane. Alec Baldwin, I'm throwing him in there because mm-hmm. I feel like him and that Aladia are yeah. just going too insane. They're handling And I want to like wrong. him. I want to like Alec on, for so many reasons, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's a little nuts, and now I'm going to throw Will Smith in there too. Yeah. He's a little nuts. Listen. Who I else sh- is in there? I, well, there's a lot of people. Okay. I'm still, I feel like just by the people I follow on Instagram, celebrities, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to. Sylvester Sloan still seems normal. I haven't heard anything crazy yet. Tom I mean, Hanks. He's
0: 100 and he's juiced to the tip. Like he's taking okay. steroids.
1: All right. If we have to. If, let's, <laughs> let's not nitpick Alex. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're right. Um, And then, you, you know, you're, you're Tom Hanks. Haven't heard anything crazy yet. Mm-hmm. So we're all. You haven't heard anything, Chris? Well, you know, we've heard those weird (laughs) stories, but, you know, he eats babies or whatever, but that's just wildness. I
0: mean, I've heard the story.
1: mm -hmm. So right now, those guys are still, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be behind those guys. Yeah. All right. I mean, even Billy Joel, I can't throw him in yet because I love him, but then I did see a picture of him. He was doing Madison Square Garden or something. Andrew Dice Clay, of all people, was backstage, and mm-hmm. he. Po- I, I follow Andrew Dice Clay on Instagram, and Dice posted something with him and Billy Joel backstage, and Billy Joel had so much makeup on. Look, <laughs> like, I know he's a performer, and you kind of have to wear that much yeah. makeup when you're on stage, but when it's backstage, you should be like, "No pictures of me backstage because this is stage makeup, yeah. and I look like a crazy person. I'm insane. 80 years old, and I'm I have, my face looks so orange right now. Mm-hmm. It's a little insane. Yes. Um. So he, I like. Oh God, I hope Billy. But I know it's stage makeup and he's probably like, yeah, I don't wear this on the street. Mm-hmm. So he's probably did the same thing I did with a Clinique self-tanner that yeah. gets a lot of hand sometimes. But anyway, the next thing I want to talk about is Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. As we talked about is Demi Lovato's world. And we talked about it last week about Demi Lovato's now. I think we now talked listen, about it on Patreon this week. So per- maybe, perhaps yeah. it was Patreon. Listen, I know now I'm not going to be insensitive to what Demi Lovato is. They, Demi Lovato, them, Them they, them. Then she said she was, she was gay. She was, I believe she said that too. Mm -hmm. She was non-binary. She was gay. She was not gay. All that, Mm -hmm. all that. Fine. Good. Enjoy it. Like I said, that's a new life. We're all going to have a different world. Yeah. Eventually this old people just met like me. Like, I think my daughter's just going to be, like, at one point, there's going to be a whole new world for her. Yeah. She's going to be like, all oh, people just die. Like, all the people who are offended by these things, like me, always bitching about it, mm-hmm. like, just go die. It's not, go die. You, Billy Joel, and uh, and the quacker uh, factory lady, go Jeannie die. Bice? And Jeannie Bice? Jeannie She's already died. But yeah. everybody else, go die.
0: Oh, she'd be rolling yeah. in her grave Oh, she God, saw
1: Jeannie Bice rolling around in her quacker uh, uh, <laughs> shit. Anyway, so... Running
0: her fiberglass (laughs) curtains down
1: there. Just done. So so here is um, the latest from Mm. Demi Lovato. She is now out there hunting UFOs. (laughs) Which, of course, make the the, the career trajectory makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. What else can you do? Yeah. Go hunt UFOs. For someone
0: who hates Alex Jones, she's becoming awfully Alex Jones.
1: She's going to have a TV show. Anyway, this is a clip from her talking about... Her Her experience. Experience. Not the one. We played another clip. It was the trailer of the show. This is her talking about her experience with the UFOs. Go ahead. Yes. Demi, you had an encounter before shooting the show. Can you please give us the details on that experience? We went out into the desert in Joshua Tree and I basically saw like this blue orb that mm-hmm. uh was about 50 feet away wow. um maybe less and like a, it was just been a flashlight. It was kind of like <laughs> floating above the ground just oh. like 10 or
0: 15 feet but was keeping its distance from me and I don't know it just
1: um, it's a Walmart it, was really, sign. it was a So that's it. I mean, the other thing that's funny about this is, of course she's had an LA experience, but and they're shooting it for a TV show. So they're like, well, can we make this LA experience uh, close enough to los angeles that i don't have to go yeah let's make it joshua tree do joshua like tree? But what the aliens are actually landing in uh in cornfield uh, yeah in a cornfield in iowa yeah but that's going to be an overnight thing mm. and i'd rather than i'm demi lovato i want to come back to uh but LA. we have flashlights yeah yeah, yeah 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 so um can we make the alien land in joshua tree that's only two hours from here mm-hmm. and i can get back home and sleep in my own bed I don't know. Uh, can sure, sure. Let's make. Let's just do it. It's so funny to me that anytime that celebrities do alien shows, I think mm-hmm. Rob Lowe had one too they have to be somewhere close to Los Angeles because yeah. we don't want to travel too yeah. far for the aliens. I so, heard
0: there's been some probings in yeah. Bakersfield. Let's you start up it? there. Yeah. Yeah. Like if
1: it were me, like want to do an alien show? Yeah. Can you have the probings happen in Studio City? Because yeah. I don't really want to go much further than no. that. Yeah. So Demi Lovato. Like we could do Burbank. Had, had, oh, that's fun. perfect. Yeah. Burbank I'll do. Not at 5 p.m. Though. No. If you aliens are going to come, don't come at 5 p.m. because the 101 it's is a fucked. Nightmare. And I don't want to drive at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Come at Noon in Burbank, and <laughs> yeah. I will be there to be probed by you. Yeah, but anyway, this is Demi Lovato's latest. She's out there with the aliens. You heard it. She was mm-hmm. in Joshua Tree. She saw a blue orb, Star fifty flash, feet, man. maybe fifty. She said could have been less. Who knows? It was about fifteen feet above. Yeah, and that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: now I'm concerned. To this is, goes out to the aliens. I want. This, I'm speaking now. I mean, not to lose the audience, but I'm speaking directly to the aliens who may be listening. Mm-hmm. If you do come in contact with Demi Lovato, she says she's also doing it with her best friend and her sister.
0: Yes, Dallas Lovato. Dal-
1: yeah. Dallas Lovato, that's her Yeah, sister. that's her name. Dallas, okay, Dallas Lovato. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to know, to aliens, they don't speak for all of us. Don't blow up the w- world. No. Don't blow up Earth, okay? Yeah. Because you had a, a meeting with Dallas and Demi mm-hmm. Lovato. We're not, some of us, listen, you got to meet some nice people mm-hmm. if you come and look around a little bit. But if you're just going to meet Dallas and Demi Lovato and then fly back off and go, blow the place up. Vaporize it. Yeah, yeah, vaporize it. Why? Because I met Demi and Dallas Lovato at Joshua Tree. What They were at Joshua Tree? Yeah. They told me that I should not go to, I was going to land in Iowa, but it was too far away for Demi to do the production, so she wanted me to land in this is my alien voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing like a guy. Does your guy alien with, have a tray? No, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's not was, a guy with one of those tracheotomies. <laughs> it's an alien. <clears throat> and I met Demi Lobato at Joshua Tree. I was a blue orb, not ever 50 feet. You know the deal? Mm-hmm. That's what I did. You did the blue orb thing? I did the blue orb thing. We, did you probe her? You know not to do the blue orb thing. If this is going to be on, this is the mm. other alien. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is like yeah. the a- head alien talking to the little alien that he mm-hmm. sent. Yeah. You did the. This thing's gonna be on TV. It's gonna be on the Peacock Network. Yeah Oh, oh it is? Yes. Seventeen be, people are gonna yeah, fucking out, out about us. What is Peacock Network? Exactly. <laughs> what is pe nobody knows what Peacock Network is, but it's a network. Mm-hmm. And this is and you went with the blue orb thing? We that's not for TV. No. We do, do we could do some fun shit for yeah. TV. We could have done a big ship landing in the middle of, mm-hmm. and we could have taken Demi Lovato on board yeah. and probed her and let her, and then Dallas, we could have taken her on board and probed and, and you went with blue orb to go hanging above the desert, 15, 20 feet. That's amateur. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I guess I wasn't thinking I didn't know it was going to be on the Peacock network. It, well, it is. What, whatever happened to Quibi, her show on Quibi, didn't she? Yeah, that is gone. Quibi hmm. is gone. Nobody is going to watch five-minute videos on their phone. How, why did they ever think that was going to work? I don't know. Listen, what else about Demi Lovato? She has an issue with frozen yogurt. What? What is the ratio with frozen yogurt? She was triggered by a yogurt place that had some fat free signs on the yogurt, and she said it was triggering her eating disorders, anything that says fat free. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you heard me. Well, was just, who is this? This is Demi Lovato girl? Well, not necessarily. She's not a girl? Uh,. I don't know how to say this to you, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that she's a girl. Have what you heard she? Of a she? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what is she? She's it's them. It's it, she's they them. What does that? Oh, you know what? Fucking bomb the place. B- Just the blow it up. up yeah. Blow it up. Vaporize Press that it. button right there. It shoots a laser. Will fucking blow the thing mm. up. Oh, don't do that to us. Don't because they it, it, it. It's not as complicated with everybody as it is yeah. with Demi Lovato. So please. Do not blow us up.
0: I don't know if their interaction in a in a random cornfield would be much better. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
1: that is the latest from Demi. We love. Thank you, Demi Lovato, for consistently giving us. And I don't. I got no hate for you, Demi Lovato. I would love for you to come on this podcast. I know you seem like a lot. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, I don't know if I can even say this. And I think I've said it before. And like, I know Sarah Colonna was supposed to write a book for Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. We should have her on here one day to talk yeah. about it. Um, and she was going to be a ghostwriter for Demi Lovato's book a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. and It never came about, the book, but Sarah would meet with Demi Lovato like every morning to discuss her life. And I guess, you know, she was a nice person and yeah. she was going through some stuff at the time with Wilma Valderrama or something. Mm. And, and, but Colonna had to sit there and like hear the stories and I don't know what became of the book, but it's interesting that she had gotten that job and kind of knew her. I don't even know if she's allowed to discuss it. And I just did, but I don't know. Whatever. What did you I didn't say anything bad. She mm-hmm. didn't. She didn't say anything bad either. She said she was a wonderful person. just before she was, you know, in the, in the alien business. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's the latest. Uh, and now we one other thing we'd like to play that we found. You know, we forgot many many years ago when we first started this podcast. We had a, a dear friend that we used to play a lot on this podcast. Uh, we'd found some different clips from him, and his name is Kenneth Copeland. Talk about a guy who wears way too much makeup. He's mm-hmm. with a lot of makeup on. Uh, Kenneth Copeland is a uh, is a um, you know televangelist. I believe is the best way to describe him. He uh, years ago got we played a clip from him getting mad that he. Mm-hmm. Someone called him out for having private jets yes. because you know would Jesus want you to have a private jet? And he said he does not want to get on a tube of demons. Yeah, so he well, said Jesus
0: see, doesn't want me to ride yeah. with a tube of demons. Yeah, a
1: tube he of did. demons. He says basically commercial air, airlines are a tube of demons, mm-hmm. and he nothing he ever nothing anyone has ever said has been more yeah. dead on than that. And mm-hmm. he should see what's happening these days. Yeah. Talk about a tube of demons. It is mm-hmm. all demons. Um, so that's what was his reasoning for private jets. Uh, and then he went on to, he was cured COVID. Remember we had that clip where he blew mm-hmm. COVID away. I'm going to blow it away. I'm going to blow COVID away.
0: I command I you. I
1: command you. I'm going to blow it away. So we found Kenneth Copeland's uh, Instagram. Kenneth Copeland mm-hmm. and I started to follow Kenneth Copeland and a lot of other of his televangelist friends. And they do a thing called the Victory. Uh, it's almost like a convention. It's called mm-hmm. Victory Convention. And they all, people come from miles around. To be a part of this convention, and they all gather and, and watch these fucking crooks, mm-hmm. you know, speak about. So anyway, this is one of the women who is a part of. Let's let's hear it. This is on the Copeland Network. This is
0: the anointing is the Denise oil Renner. of okay. the Holy Spirit touching our lives. That's breaking the yoke. Okay. That's healing those who've been healed of okay. COVID. Isn't that thank
1: fantastic? you? Isn't that hallelujah? Fantastic? hallelujah. Those people are I love the people in the background. Yeah. <laughs> the phone. Probably know somebody who died because people are giving the money. Okay. Yeah. Watch. I she I says do, at the end. I know several. She's those crying. Those people were saved. Those people are alive because God. It's a lot of hustle day. and bustle, girl. Yeah. She's doing she doing a food court? I yes. mean, she's... History ...was breaking the yoke off of them. Breaking the yes. yoke. Go to your
0: phones. Give <laughs> your money. There
1: Cry. it is. I knew we'd get God, to it. Got Give me your money. ...this channel to increase the kingdom. Because it's okay, yeah. well, there you have it, everybody. Now, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about Scientology. I know. Listen, Scientology kooky, kooky, but is that any less kooky than Scientology? Mm-mm. Like this, I don't, I and if people find comfort in it, I'm all for it. I yeah. know there are people who are comforted by religion. Well, I think and I'm not going to shut on all religions.
0: These are also the hucksters of religion. But
1: it's amazing that it still works. works. Yes. It still works, mm-hmm. which I find shocking to yeah. me that it still works. Yes. Because they've, you know, so many of them have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cloak has been taken off, or whatever. The Jim Bakers or the Jimmy Swaggerts mm-hmm. of all of them, for whatever reason, they've been busted for a thousand different reasons. There's so many of mm-hmm. them that have been just a scam. Yeah. And Kenneth Copeland, I don't know if he's mm-hmm. been. You know, there's been some interesting yeah. videos of him. You know, saying he was gonna he was gonna cure COVID, and then mm-hmm. now this woman saying that COVID's yeah. still around and us give us money and yes. we're gonna we're gonna break the yoke. It of, of sounds
0: this. like the like Wolf of Wall Street office in the background just phones ring. Like, like, Can, Can I get you like down to literally sounded like it was for, like a, at a yeah. food court.
1: Yeah. Um so that I find I just find I've I spent yesterday mm-hmm. going through the entire Kenneth Copeland Instagram mm-hmm. and watching videos of that woman, his wife, Kenneth Copeland, a couple of his friends. They're all just doing exactly that mm-hmm. and it's all i some of it makes sense some of it doesn't make sense i don't really know scriptures or mm-hmm. bible very well so i mean a lot of times they're doing stuff like that but it all ends with and send us your money and i know like i was saying earlier some people do find some sort of i don't know f- faith in this and i don't want to shit on people if it makes you happy yeah to send this guy 25 bucks sure but you can't turn around and go this will smith's a whack job for being a yeah. Scientologist. I'm like. Well, well, aren't we all a yes. little bit of a whack job? Not to let Will Smith off the hook or anybody off the hook, but we're all fucking crazy in mm. our own way. When the when you shut the door and pull your fiberglass curtains closed, mm-hmm. what who we're all and yes. to go to wrap up eloquently what I'm trying to say is we don't necessarily need to know about it. Nope. Uh, so I don't understand why Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith always feel the need to Mm -hmm. tell us about their entanglements or not entanglements or what they want to fuck harems of women. Mm -hmm. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. We don't need to know. I love you both in your movies Mm -hmm. and that's all I need to know about you. And that's it. Alex, your skin and your smell have been better than ever. What is going on?
0: Well, I've been using Hawthorne, the premium men's grooming brand that makes it easy to be your best confidently with an elevated skincare and hair care routine that works for you as an individual.
1: Huh. I've heard Hawthorne believes it should be simple for you to find and use high-quality products. So they built a quiz based on data from hundreds of thousands of customers to recommend products for your body chemistry, skin type, hair type, and lifestyle. Do you take the quiz?
0: I did take the quiz. It's quick. It's easy. It's fun. You get great results, and you find products that will work for you individually.
1: Well, if covenant cover listeners would like to elevate their personal care today, take Hawthorne's quiz go to hawthorne.co use promo code cover c-o-v-e-r and get 10% off your first purchase that's hawthorne h-a-w-t-h-o-r-n-e.co promo code cover hawthorne.co promo code cover get 10% off and upgrade your personal care routine today that's amazing. how'd i do on that
0: you know, I will have you know, I actually won the uh, Copeland Ministries weightlifting contest a few <laughs> years ago. So <laughs>
1: You well, you do have nice calves. Yeah, do let mm. me see your calves. Yeah, I'm by calved way, you know? out. Let you see your calves. Look at these bad boys. I can't get on. these jeans up. Look oh, at those calves. You know, you do have nice calves. Yeah. You do, yeah. You got that fucking terrible tattoo on one of them, but I mean, otherwise it's. Not.
0: Can I tell you a fun fact about that tattoo? Yes. Please. Do you know who the QAnon Shaman is? Yes. He has the exact same tattoo. I've had it for like twelve years now. He has it around his nipple. Oh, I, do, I saw it. Yes. Didn't
1: he, isn't he going to didn't he go Probably. to jail for four years or something? Probably. The Either oh way. my God! Is it what is that tattoo? It's something about. It's the, a Nordic
0: tree. It's like a Viking mythology, Norse mythology. Poor thing. Alex. Poor I know. Alex. It's like big, it's
1: the most. I'm, uh, the one guy's day. got nice casts and he's got a ridiculous tattoo yeah. on the back of one of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this article, as a guy who tries to get some money from people, you know, via Patreon and mm-hmm. via other ways, and just make a buck and give. We can, you know, we consistently give mm-hmm. products for. The money. We yes. we give you Patreon episodes, we give you this episode, we give you two Patreon episodes a week or whatever the case may be. This Danish artist um in uh in a museum lent this Danish artist 84000 dollars Okay. And he kept the money and just delivered them two blank canvases, white canvases, and said, That's the art. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, abstract. What? 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 Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, that's. The, and they said, what's the name of the artwork? He says, it's called "Take the Money and Run."
0: Oh, nice. I
1: guess he's a famous artist in in the Danish world, Danish Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, the visitors should have uh, the pieces uh, were meant to be reproductions of two works by artist uh, Jens Hying. Who previously used a framed cash? So he, he'd made other artwork that was framed cash of mm. what people get paid. Yes, like he framed eighty four thousand dollars, whatever, and said, "This is what a person makes a year in in uh, in yeah. wherever in he's trucking, owning yeah. a trucking. Government. So that yeah. was like a a, a a a bold statement. Like, yeah. oh, that's how much people make. And he goes, yeah. So they said, we'll do that again. We like that one. Do it again. He goes, okay, send me $84,000. So he did. He goes, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep the money Mm -hmm. and give you nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's called, and that piece of art is called take the money and run.
0: Which also represents art.
1: Exactly. So he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, and he goes, it's a conceptual piece. Take the money and run is, is the title. It's now the center of a dispute between the museum and the artist over labor, contractual obligation and the value of work all fitting themes for this exhibition. I I don't think
0: value of work is a can of I saw from my
1: artistic point of view that I could create a much better piece uh, than what they could imagine. Mm -hmm. So this is what I did. I think this is the fucking greatest thing ever. He said, this is my art. I took your money and I gave you nothing. Mm -hmm. That's art. Yeah, This is like the guy who paid, you know, remember he taped a banana on the wall Mm -hmm. with duct tape and that's art. And bank, Banksy, remember he like Banksy? didn't he just like uh, he put a piece of art in a in a paper shredder? Mm. Invited everyone to look at his art, and he just shredded it in front of everyone. <laughs> this is fantastic. So basically, what I and everyone's buying this. They're like, this is great. We love this art. They everyone's going to the museum now to see the take the money and run thing. And and the, and the museum's like, we want our money back. We will legally sue you to mm-hmm. get the eighty four thousand dollars back. You saying. I gave you something. Yeah. I gave you blank canvases and people are going to see it. What it, what makes mm-hmm. that's art. Yeah. I, how, if why can't I do this? Yeah. Why can't I say, send me money for Patreon and I, in return, I will give you absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's art. An hour this is long art. recording
0: of dead air. Just dead
1: air. And that is art. Mm-hmm. I have this fucking guy, Hans gruber or whatever his name is yeah i'm that's I'm, him <laughs> i'm very i'm very jealous of him danish artist jen's honing
0: i don't think that's a can of worms the art uh industry wants to you know what i mean like the painting industry these are the, these is it works Those are his work. oh that's what he not sent. even the same size no,
1: two two different canvases um
0: just spare canvases he had lying around it's
1: so great i love it anyway mm-hmm. that was i thought that was fun and then, of course, there's uh, one more story, and we'll get out of here. Paloma Alessar. I don't know who that is. Uh, this is Harper's Bazaar magazine, Paloma Alesser. and she's redefining sex appeal. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Uh, as anyone who could define the future of fashion, what it looks like is Paloma Elsesser. El-Sesser. I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. My apologies. Um, The supermodel has made a name for herself as one of the most in-demand faces in fashion while simultaneously dismantling the outdated beauty standards. Mm -hmm. And of course, once again, like I was saying earlier, this is the new world. These are outdated. Being attractive Mm -hmm. is an outdated outdated beauty standard. And I, and I'm not saying this, this is a good looking woman, Palomo, uh, but she's, she's not your stand not Christy Brinkley, no. or Cheryl Teagues, or no. whoever Twiggy, whoever the fuck. Megan, she's like we're we're looking more into the Megan Rapinoe's Priyanka Chopra. Oh, she, well, Priyanka Chopra's good looking. Yeah, Megan Rap and Robin nice looking too. But it's not your beauty standards mm-hmm. that we're all used to. And you think I would bitch about this? I'd be like, I want to see beautiful women out there. No, as a as a six. Sometimes a seven, depending upon Mm -hmm. how my uh, self-tanner goes on. I am all for this. Yeah. I've never been, I've told you, I have underdeveloped calves. The priest told Mm -hmm. me that several times. Uh, I've never been a 10. Mm -hmm. I've never had the gorgeous features of some people that I see strolling around the world. You know, sometimes you see a person, male or female, like, oh, shit, like life's just different for that
0: person. yes.
1: I remember when I worked on this Sons of Anarchy thing, uh, as much as I hated it, uh, I would see that Charlie Hunnam a lot. You yeah. know, we worked together. We did some interviews. Uh, I interviewed him several times. And I used to look at him and go like, this is a guy who had to be famous because he's too yeah. he's like so good looking that he couldn't have lived a normal life. Mm-mm. Like he couldn't have just walked around working at the post office and everywhere he went people were like you're too good-looking to be working at the post office. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? You're like, doing this Lamps yeah, Plus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even that guy. Like, you got to be somewhere else. You've mm-hmm. got to take that look. It needs to be seen by other people. Yeah. You can't just have that look for the people coming to get stamps. Yeah. you got to take that and put it on a show on FX or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are some people like that. But now... <laughs> You've got a face to, for an outlaw. Right. Yeah, Now, th- they... They don't, That that's not, now it's, do you look like a regular Joe mm-hmm. who could do anything? You, get in Harper's, but you're going to change the face, yeah. Victoria's Secret. Now this, I'm not saying this is bad nor good, but she's a big gal. And that's, I'm um, good looking, a good big gal. You know, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's different types of big. There's big like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. And there's, oh, I'll, yeah, Thick, that's all right. with Thick. a couple C's. Like A it. few C's. Thank you. Yes. The kids are calling it. And so she's going to change the face of uh, of modeling. And I thank you. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. Everybody. You got Empatigo on your face? Fucking put you on the cover of Vogue. You're brave. You're beautiful. You're brave. You're beautiful. You got used to be the time where you had some sort of uh, skin disorder. Mm-hmm. You Like Cindy Lauper. Yeah. She's got a skin disorder. You say, get, you get the fuck out of here. You're not going to go on some sort of cover now with Freak. that thing. On. No, now, what do you, you want to go on a runway? Yes. You got to show me, what do you got? You got any weird, uh, you got any weird. I got uh, seven
0: h- fingers yeah. on one hand. You're then brave. Get out there. Beautiful. Put on a dress
1: and walk down that <laughs> runway. And I, like I said, as a six, I am all for this. I am mm-hmm. I feel empowered by this girl. I want to, uh, I feel empowered by Megan Rapinoe. Mm-hmm. And I want to, uh, I want to, I, 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 I want to encourage it. Yeah. I want to, now this woman, this, uh, from, from a quacker factory, Jeannie she Bice. died too soon. Yeah. Because this Jeannie Bice, you know, instead of hawking fucking moo-moos at, at two o'clock in the morning on mm-hmm. QVC, these days she'd be walking the runways of Paris in a, uh, in a Gucci dress. Yes. You know, not, not quacking with a headband on. No. Like a crazy person. So I'm all for that world. I'm all for the world of uh, Demi Lovato chasing, whether it be chasing aliens or 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 fighting the you know fat-free yogurts. I like it. I'm all for change. But I'm I'm going to comment on change throughout the course of this podcast as we continue to grow more and more successful and make huge. I'm not going to say what's happening to this podcast currently, but make huge deals. With gigantic podcast companies, have you guys heard? Are you familiar with Megan (laughs) Trainer? Wait, is that her name? Are you familiar with Megan Trainer? Yeah, are you you familiar with her brother Jim Trainer? I guess I don't know. (laughs) Jim, they got a podcast. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they got a podcast. Brotherly sibling rivalry or something. Yeah, are you are you guys familiar with Kate Hudson Mm. and her brother Ernie Hudson? From Ghostbusters, did you know that that's her brother, no. the black guy from Ghostbusters? I had no I idea. I didn't either. I didn't, but apparently it is. No, but her, Kate Hudson, and her brother, they have a podcast. What? Yeah, are you familiar with uh, some other people? I don't know who, but anyway, they have the podcast. But, company. but you're
0: familiar. He doesn't know who they are, but you're familiar. The podcast
1: with them. company I just mentioned to some big time stars: yes. Megan Trainer mm-hmm. and Kate Hudson. Yeah, and Ernie Hudson, her brother. They. Have podcasts? I don't know how many people listen. I don't know if people listen, mm. but their company, the company that produces their podcasts, Anna Faris, maybe you've heard of her. Disqu- Who? Anna Faris. Oh, she was on a show called Mom. Oh, a, yes, a CBS. It was a show where she hung out with her mom. They drank beers. Uh, that the podcast company that produces <laughs> them, those podcasts yeah. that I just mentioned, big time celebrity podcasts. Yes is barking up our tree. Yeah. Hey, we want you guys. We want cover to cover over here with big time celebrity podcasts. Mm. Will it happen? Listen, I don't know. They're, they're, they're coming at me. Listen. They're, they're making offers. They're making offers. And Alex is fighting it. Alex is fighting success. I told him what our offer, what, what, what they're giving us. I as think a, you're worth more. I said, don't you want to be, maybe they'll have a Christmas party or something, you know, like the company will have a Christmas party. Ooh. And all of a sudden, there, there you and I are. You yeah. and you with your fucking tribal tattoo on your calf. All of a sudden, Kate Hudson's there. we like, yes. oh, well, hi, Kate Hudson. Like, what do you guys do? Oh, we do a little thing called cover to cover. What do you do? Oh, me and my brother, Ernie Hudson. You know him from Ghostbusters? Yeah. I didn't know that was your brother. Uh, yeah, we do a podcast if we talk about And then what about you, Megan Trainer? Oh, I do a podcast with my brother, too. Oh, okay, well, oh. I do it with Alex. How do you know Alex? Is he your brother? No, I met no. him at a at a damp um, studio in uh, Do you think Koreatown this- three years ago? Do you know any, anything about him before that? No, I didn't. No. Uh, he he had suffered a stroke and he was uh, he was dying when yeah I got he him. was dying when I saw him. He was changing colors and I took him mm. from that area. It was the carpets were wet and that's where you guys did the podcast from. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Where do you do it from now? Uh, it's a little different. We do it from my kitchen table. Uh, where do you guys do yours from? Oh, we have a huge million dollar studio yeah. that we do it from oh okay because we do one from the kitchen table what do you guys talk about uh this is good what do you guys talk about what do you and you you and your brother talk you, about what do you and we Ernie talk about being talk about? being raised by you know Kurt Russell and and Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. what do you guys talk about uh, my pants getting washed in fabric glass curtains and getting home yeah. from school oh that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What do your mother That's like that's I like, You sounds, know who
0: Kenneth Copeland
1: is? That sounds like child abuse. In a way, it is. Mm-hmm. In a way, it is. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you about that. Anyway, this is a great party. This is Alex. Yeah. What yeah. is where is does Alex? Where do you live? Alex, don't talk. Please don't, don't talk. Don't, please do not tell Megan Traynor where you live right now. It's going to make us look bad.
0: That's when I come out with, <laughs> Oh, I got a place in the Beverly Hills. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. I mean, it's it's quite. Yeah. it's only so it's perfect. only 400 square it. feet. So
1: that could be. Anyway, I'm just letting you guys know where we're currently at here in the. Listen, cover this cover is the world. kind of
0: company that has two closets in Koreatown. Okay, so
1: <laughs> perhaps we don't know. Anyway, what we're trying to say is success hasn't spoiled us yet, mm-hmm. at least. So we haven't signed any deals yet, but they're they're barking up our tree. Yeah. So well, we want you guys to know that because we know you're loyal fans, and we're not going to keep you guys out of the loop in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get out of here. I love this episode. I I actually had things to say. More Kiss. More Kiss.
0: The title track of the album that you put on your yellow T-shirt. Good call, Alex.
1: I love this album. I love what he says. You know that Kiss always had to do like sexual innuendos like, the trigger on my love gun lick it up yeah he was like you know that's my dick yeah I'm like, no we got it we got yeah, it. yeah. yeah. love gun is yeah. my dick no no uh-huh we, we mm-hmm. understand yeah, we, yeah. we got what it was supposed to be
0: i kind of miss those days though Yeah. where it's thinly veiled like yeah that.
1: thinly veiled it's fun i know it is fun
0: now it's like yeah now they go that, talking pussy. about my dick yeah. and my pussy pop that pussy on mm-hmm. your throat and you're like whoa
1: whoa 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 yeah exactly Yeah, love gone. It's a great song. This is the one where, uh, if you go see Kiss in concert, Paul Stanley will get on a this device and he'll go, across, he'll go out above the audience and mm. sing. But he's, a, he's an old Jewish guy, you know. Yeah. He's like hanging on for dear, dear life when he does this, and now he's uh-huh. seventy. So, like, what are we, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Like, let me just stay on stage, okay? And yeah. I'm I'm seventy-two years old. Do
0: you want to fly across? <laughs> he's like, Oh, Evie.
1: Yeah. You no, know, he's vey. like, No, I. I'm not going to be doing that. I'll keep my love gun on stage. Thank you. All right, everybody, we love you. Thank you for listening to cover to cover, Philadelphia. I'm here. I'll see you Saturday night, Philadelphia, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to have fun. Yeah. It's the City Winery, if you haven't gotten tickets, 8 o'clock, sold out, 6 o'clock. Getting close, 6 o'clock, City Winery, Philadelphia, Saturday night. And then we go, uh, Alex and I go to, uh, Fort, to Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. Texas. Hyenas in Fort Worth. Just two nights, two yep. shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're going to see all of you there after the show's over. We're doing meet and greets, pictures. You name it. That's the free. Eighth. We don't charge any more money. Eighth like, and the ninth. Yeah, we like that uh, Dutch artist. Yeah. We you we, we take your money for tickets and we give you nothing in return except the picture. All right. And then on and on and on and on. More dates coming. And uh, Patreon. You can catch Chris Frangiolo with Fortune Themester. Yeah, I'll be in Oklahoma City t- tomorrow night. Oklahoma City with Fortune. And then on to. Uh, to uh, Kansas the next night This uh, Friday night And then to Philadelphia uh, And uh, Patreon, Patreon You know what I just remembered Thank you To the people of <laughs> Hawthorne <laughs> For sponsoring this Hawthorne. episode Hawthorne .co. When you want to upgrade Your look
0: bye
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death